So I have a little reflection here um, about the concept of talking oneself out of things. In the last rant, I was talking about talking oneself out of success. Uh, maybe not so much. That, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> I think it's more like a... Yeah, I think I was talking... I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get this apartment. I'm not going to get this apartment because basically in your head, you're like, you don't deserve it. Or it's for more, quote-unquote, professional people or successful people. And then you get the place. And then the same thing, too. When you look at your resume... When you look at your resume... Like, the edit, like I was forced to look at my... Like I got to edit my resume, right? Basically, it's, a, it's more, at this point, it's more like a CV, right? Like, I, and it's funny. I have two resumes. I have one that's, like, the dumped-down version, which I use for things that are, like, kind of, like, more mundane opportunities. Then I have the real one, which is, like, everything I've done in my life, which is what a CV is. So, somebody overlooked it. They're like, man, you've done a lot of shit. I'm like, yeah, I have. So, this is why it's almost laughable that I would, like... This isn't to toot my own horn, but it's kind of like, why would I talk myself out of an apartment that isn't really even, it's not like I'm living in like uptown Manhattan or some shit. You know what I mean? It's like South Ottawa. (laughs) Anyway, but, and this is the thing too. It's like, it's funny because um, talking yourself out of shit. So I think some weeks ago, months ago, I was, months at this point probably, it's like I was looking at these whole, it's like, okay, Canada, we have, we're lucky we got these grants to go places. Like, by that I mean you got these arts grants which allow you to they have the various categories and um, you apply you have your little project you got you know not everybody gets them but um, they can help finance projects is the moral, moral of the story and there were, then there was one that like I was looking at some of them and I did the math and I did the costing and I'm like I have everything I need, right? So why am I even applying? And then I talked myself out of it. Part of that was also like the concept of handouts. It's like you don't really... It's like whether it's GoFundMe or Indiegogo or a grant, it's all just like a handout. And we live in a... We're more in a... We're we're living in a society of more giving and sharing things and people are more willing to give and to share so it's kind of it's almost laughable that i would be like oh fuck this is this is old paradigm thinking it's like you must do it yourself kind of a thing anyway the the reason why i'm talking about this right now is that the light bulb went off i think this was last yesterday evening and i'm like wait a minute i'm trying to travel now and then do a project I should have been thinking about that, but I mean, you should have, could have, would have. You, it's always hindsight is twenty twenty, right? You're always like, oh, wait a minute, this is a travel grant thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're kind of like, oh shit, <laughs> that was the. You see what I'm saying? You, the overthinking. And I, but I mean, again, hindsight is twenty twenty. Sure, there was overthinking. Sure, there was talking oneself out of something. But at the same time, it's like at the, in that moment, in the moment, I had this grander idea of like, what does all this really, I guess, I don't know, mean? <laughs> I mean, that's a stupid way of looking at it, maybe. But um, I guess it's also tied to pride, right? Like pride. It's like you don't want to ask for things. You don't want to ask for help. And that's, you know, that can be to your own detriment. So... 
for those people out there, if you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, ah, and like there's somebody literally willing to, or assisting, I don't know. Whether it's an organization or whether it's an individual and they're kind of like, and it's like there's an opportunity for you to do what you want to do and they're going to finance it. You know, maybe you should hop on that. Don't talk yourself out of it. Don't overthink about the the pride part of it. Don't Don't let your pride get in the way and so on. That's kind of my little, that's my little, for this section of the rants, this is my little um, message. So this is my little way of dealing with some of the social anxiety of sorts while going to a social gathering out in Quebec. This is my little like (laughs) coming up with like an impromptu makeshift um, audio project, audio recording podcast while on the way there. I'm going to be using this particular this particular episode to kind of capture some of the sights, well, sights and sounds, but really in the podcast format, you're going to be hearing only the sounds. Um, hopefully the battery, I should bring my charger. <laughs> anyway, I got to head out because it's like leaving in an hour to um to take the little drive up and it's raining and shit. So it's not like, maybe there won't be too much outdoor shit going on, but at the very least, I can um, record into my phone some of the sounds maybe it'll be somewhat interesting uh i'm gonna make every attempt to not get self-conscious about it and just record and upload so if you hear this if you're hearing me talk by the time whenever this gets published that means that i actually was brave enough to to um allow allow the um recording to be let go into the universe anyway peace and maybe even i'll record myself within a convo scenario where I can sneak that in. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, peace. Billings Bridge uh, station. Waiting to catch the bus before I go get the ride. And the ride that's going to take me to quote-unquote Quebec. I shouldn't say quote-unquote Quebec. It's Quebec. Specifically quote-unquote Wakefield though. It's this little small-ass town in Quebec which is pretty anglophony, anglophonish. Uh, claim to fame there is the Black Sheep Inn, which is this like venue. And another claim to fame would be this, the train tracks or whatever. I think I haven't been there in years. I think it's like that back in the day kind of vibe where it's like, you can see the, I know I'm not gonna articulate this well. It's like the train gets into town or whatever and then it, you can watch it literally turn. You can watch the tracks turn. I should look that up. I'll try and ask them what that, I'm going to try and ask them about the actual uh, specifics and how that works. It's like the old school way that they used to like change directions um, when when trying to send a train on its way. Anyway, right now you can hear the sounds of the the uh, the station. I'm going to re-listen to this to see how it sounds, but this is the sounds of Billings Bridge, quote-unquote. Alright, this is the sounds of public transit. We're now in South Ottawa, 1997 airport at uh, Greenboro Station. 
O-Train. Currently on the buses, Otto is one and only active member of Nation of Islam. This dude's been out here handing out flyers since I was probably 13. And if you listen to this and you're from Ottawa, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Always on Rito. Always in front of the mall, handing out the flyers. Uh, he ratcheted up his attempts at promotion when um, Minister Farrakhan came to town. And it's interesting because I only I've been seeing him since I was 13 here in front of Rideau Center, but I only realized he lived in the south end of town, probably like probably like um, two years ago, maybe three years ago. mic than the default Apple earbuds and I need something more portable than my current setup right now because this is gold right here to get the sound of the, the the announcer so bear with me here it's gonna be a minute cuz um someone's getting assisted off of the bus I want to prove that I am in fact going to the <laughs> that I am in fact on the bus I'm going to the airport I'll edit this out, maybe. There you go. Basically, I'm recording this little segment here. This is almost a sense of, I don't want to say embarrassment, but it's definitely, you know, it's like sometimes you really got to get out of your own head and into your, out of your own comfort zone and into the world of quote-unquote normal people because, you know, this, that little gathering dinner out of town was actually good. You know what I mean? And it was like I built it up in my head and it was just like, 
know this is the message for the others out there with this kind of a, a you know it's like a you, you stay in your own zone so much and then you have to then interact with the normal society or whatever however you want to put it and it's like the whole gathering is was it was positive it was fun it was good conversation it was i was definitely the youngest person there but at the same time it was like they appreciated the perspective of the quote-unquote young youth or whatever young adult the food was good the company was good the people were cool you know and yet i'm here i am like being like fuck i don't want to go it's a stupidity <laughs> stupidity <laughs> and then there was some other shit too that made me kind of like make me made me feel small in comparison to like it's like multiple people there had cancer and were like just making the best of life and like having a good time and here I am like I don't want to say I definitely wasn't depressed but I was definitely like oh, I don't want to do this and that's kind of a that's an ignorant way to be be going through life, man. That's fucking ignorant, man. So fucking ignorant. Why was I even... Man. I'm also tired, so if it, does, if it seems like I'm not really saying anything, it's like I'm saying a lot of words, but I'm not saying anything. It's just because... It's because I had to realize it's like you feel so it's something in the ballpark of feeling small in comparison to other people's problems. And then I heard about like one dude who's dying, who I know, who like I haven't seen in a couple of years. Turns out he's dying of I forgot what the original cancer was, but then it became liver cancer. And so he's almost gone. And you kinda of like and yet everybody who knows him is like instilling good spirits, sort of, you know what I mean? Like the person who was relaying this info to me is direct family of that person, the dude who's dying. And they're like, you can tell that, yeah, sure, it's affecting them. But then there's a the combination of, A, they're older, so they've experienced a death in different ways. Their own, their own husband actually died a long time ago but the point is the point I'm making is they are dealing with this current reality way better than like most people deal with anything and I think this is probably the senior thing like you, you deal you deal with seniors or people that are almost seniors and you're like they've dealt with more shit so therefore they're not like I don't know man like uh, <laughs> really put things in perspective for me it's like, uh, it's like, again, when you're like on that introvert vibe and you're on that <sighs> social anxiety vibe, it's, it's just so, 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 so easy. So, okay. So now that you're, you're hearing me talk in this particular segment, I still kept up the, I still like, I could have very easily deleted the other shit that I, the other shit isn't like the me on the bus recording and then there was also the, what was the other one 
there's something else. Or of course, <laughs> I was trying to think. I can also hear somebody in the apartment walking around like in the hallway, so I'm like getting distracted by that. But <laughs> um, the original, I guess, the point is like I, I was gonna delete and scrap the entire like prelude to this little gathering, and then I realized that like when I was there, I just totally forgot about the phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think someone was like, "Yeah, write down these names." So that it was only at that moment that I took out my phone out of my pocket. I'd been there four hours at that point. Or maybe less. It took like an hour to get there, roughly. I took a bunch of pictures. There's a bunch of pictures, that's for sure. But um, it wasn't the scenario where I was trying to like bring the phone out to record people talking and shit. Like, <laughs> but anyway, I guess this is the end of... I don't know how much time do I got? Okay. Even though I ate dinner, I'm preparing for the midnight. This is a fucking thing too. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna go back outside. I'm gonna go to quote unquote shoppers drug mart to get my little midnight meal preparation. But the ma- the main sorry of this this <laughs> sorry of this the end of this rant is like it's like babbling almost because I'm really tired and but I'm also I've been reminded of my own general insignificance in the terms of anything so and that kind of sparks two trains of thought one is the insignificance this gives you more and I, there's always remind these little reminders it's not like a one it's not like the one thing that changed my entire outlook on life it's like you know what i mean these things happen um there's plenty of lessons to be learned in everything i know it's that's zero out of ten twinkie dinky kind of <laughs> philosophy but it's like put it like this the the the, the little re, re, re the little re reminder of in general insignificance in the grand scheme of life and how many more years I have before I croak and then how people with problems are making the best of their little experiences and so on it's kind of like alright I can tackle things, you know, so I can tackle, I can tackle various, um, elements of my reality. You know what I mean? Like, you know, at least at the very least, it's going to be one week of not overthinking. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's going to be one week of not paralysis. And there are so many stories too. like, what was the story of like someone, someone, Someone got someone who's forty got knocked up by like their twenty seven year old driver in a different country. <laughs> it's like what the fuck. And then there's like, I don't know. You know, there was various there was very open discussions about sexism and racism and sexual harassment and police brutality and you know the, the ignorance of small town people what it's like to be in a small town and you know, it just it's a lot of the themes that like have come up a lot in not only this rant cast but like just in the general news world and so on so anyway sorry for the babbling little rant um, I had to get this out before I wake up tomorrow and then it's back to being an overthinker um, but yeah I'm gonna go get my little meal for the midnight 
for the midnight scenario. I'm gonna do some more. I'm gonna do some editing of video and then maybe some more ranting. And then that's it. Thanks for listening. Peace. I'm pretty sure I'm getting a cold now because of all the fucking rain and walking and blah blah blah. Anyway, good morning. Um, so I've had a bit of rest. Now I can kind of reflect on the scenario. And I forgot to mention this too last night. I may end up having some kind of like contract out of because I was doing a little networking when I was there. There was somebody there who was a filmmaker. And um well they're a retired filmmaker and they're like, Oh yeah, we know some people in some studios or some video editing studios and so on. And I'm like, Okay. So in the end, <laughs> you know what I mean? Something came out of like I heard about this person during the drive up. It was like, Yeah, this this filmmaker's gonna be there. I'm like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> this should be this should be interesting. We got the talking. They represent the like old world of like Basically, they were like these these kids with their phones and, and their videos are taken with their phones, kind of idea. And I was I was sort of defending. I didn't want I didn't really go in there trying to defend the new reality too much. I wasn't really in that mood, and I was also like a very I kind of see. This is the thing with the when you this is the introversion social anxiety thing. It's like I had a bunch of shit to say. I said it when I needed to. I would interject at different moments and then I would just, I would keep quiet. There was another dude there, an older dude too, who was like, you could tell him too, like he, I don't know whether he was just drunk or whether he was like, he was another person who like, he said a lot in the beginning and then like as time went on, it it sort of trickled out, trickled out from a conversational standpoint, you know. But I think that's, I mean, it's one of those like, and then like I would, and then if I I, I could monitor, monitor myself and tell how long I was like being quiet for, and then they just jump back in with something. Um, but then you know, <laughs> it's this is the thing, right? Like especially when you're the, the absolute youngest person in the room, it's kind of like you you also don't want to be hopping in too much. <laughs> I think we still are in a society with like. It's not even like young people should be seen and not heard. It's like the youngest person doesn't have, you know, even if you have your own set of fast experiences, it's like this is a different crowd. You got to monitor what you say. So I kind of just fell back and enjoyed the the company and all that. But it was good. You know what I mean? The overthinking. It's bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> peace out.